0: Hello, welcome to Blade's Pod. It is Saturday, the 12th of February. My name is Ben, and joining me is Andrew. How's
1: it going, pal? Absolutely fine, mate. How are you?
0: I'm good as well. I'm, I'm very, very tired. Uh, Saturdays are <laughs> more tiring for me than most of the days of the week, um, which is just what having a toddler does to you, I suppose. Um, yeah. but you yeah. better,
1: you're on round today, aren't you? Because you're other uh, all-speed in Reading, aren't you? So. She has, yeah. It was Reading's...
0: Uh, I think hundred and fiftieth anniversary celebration or
1: she weren't the one attacking the fa- uh, the manager at the end was she?
0: <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> <laughs> she, she didn't mention it, so uh I don't know she's she is apparently on her way home and not in custody though, so right that's uh, good news. yeah, she, she's probably all right um okay, this is gonna be pretty quick, pretty rough around the edges uh we haven't done very much preparation at all. uh, we obviously watched the game and uh we've got another game coming up in like three days time so i think it's mm. <laughs> kind of important to get something out that's uh fairly short and uh and quick i suppose uh yeah. I-, I guess the other reason is it wasn't the best game of football we've been involved in this season i think that's fair to no. say um no. is of course nil nil draw uh at huddersfield town uh <laughs> we keep our unbeaten run going that's five games i think now is it
1: yeah, five yep. games. And, uh, only one goal conceded
0: in that five as well. So That is impressive. Huddersfield's now runs to... I think it's 14 in all competitions they've got a couple, mm. of, a couple of cup games. Uh, and before well. the game,
1: I was sort of... Obviously, there's the stats that you read out thinking, how are these so high and look, looking at their view from... I can see why they're so high now. Whether they stay in the playoffs is a different matter. I'm not sure they've got that much quality, but mm. really difficult team to play against, I thought.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, definitely... I really saw this in the first half, like every time we got the ball, they sort of dropped into like a 5-4-1, and oh. <laughs> they, like, it'd be really deep, so I mean, uh, yeah, I, you know, I said beforehand that they're one of the least, the teams that pressure the least in the whole league, and I think we saw that mainly, they just yeah. dropped super deep, which is... It's fine. I'm not knocking that. It worked really well. Yeah, for them, I, I, saw, I
1: saw a couple of people say that, or they were pressing us. I don't think they were. I think we were really sloppy for a kickoff. I don't mm. think they pressed us that much. They, they sort of overloaded us and outnumbered us. I think yeah. in positions, and they were just quicker. I don't. I don't think they were necessarily pressing in the sense that you know we saw West Brom pressing the first half on on Tuesday mm. or Wednesday, should I say? But. Yeah, I just thought they were quicker to everything, very organised, really difficult to break down and they, and they break really quickly as well. Yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, two things I want to know from you, I suppose, on this. One is how you think we played, but maybe let's start with how you actually feel with uh, with getting a point there.
1: That's fine because I think coming on the back of the last two is in a way point against a team who you look like we're going to be challenging with at the end of the season. Mm. Um, seven points out of the next three, take that as well. I don't think you can argue with it. I think the point is more
0: than fine yeah i'm similar actually particularly with the way the game went um
1: yeah
0: you know right we didn't really threaten at all until suddenly (laughs) right at the end we had you know a couple of really good moments where it almost almost nicked it but i think huddersfield uh out of the two teams probably deserve to win more i think just on the balance of the entire game but yeah I'm, Mm. i'm i'm really happy with that i think um Obviously, a win would have been amazing to get what would have taken us within a point of them with three games in hand. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, So we, yeah. we sit back four points from them. But it just, yeah, with those games in hand that we have, I think it's just really important not to lose ground on them. And, and, yeah, coming on the... Well, there's so many things to feel quite upbeat about the outcome. Obviously, mm-hmm. as you said, seven points from the last three. It's another away game ticked off. I mean, I'm looking down now. We've played, we've played at... Fulham, who were first, Bournemouth, who were yeah. second, Blackburn, who were third, Huddersfield, who were fifth, Borough, who were sixth, Forest, who were seventh, West Brom, and ninth. We haven't got. Oh, we've gone to Luton as well. So we played. The only team out of the entire top ten that we haven't played away now is QPR. I was going to mention this.
1: Yeah, I was going to mention this. I think if you look at the away games we've got left, that, that's, that's the hardest one other than QPR uh, mm. done, done and dusted. I mean, obviously, it will be hard. to get Millwall on a good run, for instance. They're always good at home. That'll be a difficult game. But you look at. I mean. Am I right in thinking they've not lost since November, Huddersfield, or something? Yeah, mid-November the they, like they
0: lost to QPR and Burrow in back-to-back games.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I, I if you'd have said before, kick off a draw, I'd have, I wouldn't have snapped your hand off, but I'd have said, yeah, whatever. And the way the game went and and how tight it was, I thought it'd be tight. It went very similar to how I thought it would be, to be honest. i, thought, I was expecting more from us to a degree, but in terms of the tightness and the fact that it could have gone really either way, um, I don't. I, I know they got the goal and stuff, and we'll come on to that. I, I think they didn't really create anything, which is I keep saying this, and that's not a. Uh, I don't think that's a coincidence that teams aren't creating much against us. So I can't. I don't no. think they deserve to win it. I, I think they had the better chances or the or the closer efforts, and a draw probably about fine. And yeah. yeah, it wasn't a great game, and we've got ninety minutes in the legs of players who obviously need them, and we've managed to rest arguably our most important player in recent weeks, which is Norwood.
0: That's a good shout, actually. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's a, you made a lot of great points there. We're, Sorry, yeah. No, no. On, yeah. No, no. That was that was brilliant. I'm just trying to make sure we. It's uh... all
1: watch the game on my own. Trying
0: just... <laughs> <laughs> just to make sure we get all of them. Yeah, you. I, I would. I don't know. I felt like Huddersfield probably. If one team deserved to win, I'd say it probably was mm-hmm. Huddersfield. But yeah, I think yeah. you're absolutely spot on. A draw is is the fairest result. I mean, you know, just looking at the stats, expected goals, we actually shaded, which very very slight. I mean, a nil nil no draw is actually spot on based on that yeah um you know number of shots was was pretty even they slightly outshot us but um we had more shots inside the penalty area yeah. possession yeah. dead 50 50 yeah it, it was an even game with a, a couple of a couple of big moments I suppose this this um this team lineup uh I guess it was less surprising than <laughs> the one we got on Wednesday night but um Gibbs White and McBurney both star along with Fleck and Berger. The big surprise to me was, as you mentioned, Norwood dropping out of the side to the bench. Yeah. Yeah. And um I don't know. I I didn't like that at the time, and I don't think it's a coincidence that uh our best spell of the game came when he was on the pitch. But at the same time, as you said, we got you know, is 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 it possible that he needed that rest with another game coming up in a few days' time?
1: Well, yeah, I think the, the – the, I saw people, why has he dropped him? I think if we're going to have to rest him, um, you're going to have to pick one of the games, basically, and this was yeah. the one. I was more surprised that him and Hooran didn't play. True. So I think the natural reaction, the natural sort of uh, go-to thing would be Hooran sort of dropping into Norwood's position. But obviously we went with Berger there as well, and I think Berger and Fleck obviously played together although um, well, in different positions uh, against no. Birmingham. I don't think it quite worked. I don't think it worked, to be honest. But at the same time, we got away with the points, so maybe it did. Yeah, I, I, a
0: few people criticising Berger after this one. I know we want him to you know, score a goal or create a goal every <laughs> game, but I, I thought he was pretty good in this, to be honest. Like, I thought that the problem was that Fleck and Gibbs-White were, were too far ahead of him so it was almost just playing like a midfield one at times like when they're on the counter side. Mm. But I like got...
1: yeah um... yeah sorry carry
0: on that's all right. I was gonna say. I liked him filling in for Norwood there. To be honest, like he doesn't do the sort of fifty yard switches as much, but he is very comfortable at just you know keeping it ticking over. So I thought it was a pretty decent game for him. Not a not you know not like a seven out of ten or anything like that, but not one no, that merited yeah.
1: criticism. I'd give him, i give him a six. My only, yeah. my only issue is I think he looks far better going forward. I think you, yeah. you lose the best things about him when he has to sort of stay in that position. And I agree with you completely. I've seen a lot of people going on in him, in on him. I think he would better out of the three midfielders, which probably says more about their yeah. performances than burgers, but. Because gibbs White's that's the worst I've seen him play. <laughs> i let him off. It's his first game back. You know, yeah. I don't think he was good at all. Uh, Fleck, not really involved until the final 20 minutes where he, on another day, gets two goals. You know, he, yeah. you a know, better luck and better finishing and what have you. But, yeah, I think... I don't like him in that position because I think he's easy to sort of... when, Especially in the first, like, 30 minutes, he, he gave it away, got booked and stuff. I don't think his mm. position is quite as good as Norwood in that. But he had no help, basically, from the other, other two, so...
0: Yeah, and I totally get the idea that it's like, well, why should why should he need help? You know, but I think there is I think both things can be true here. I think the other two, Gibbs White and Fleck, were just too far away from him, particularly when we lost the ball. And uh so he had, you know, not not much help around him, which most footballers yeah. generally need. And um, I think, like,
1: in another day, where, when Gibbs White's on, on form or if Injai is up there, they get to take the ball further up the pitch, which obviously stretches the play. And then you maybe he gets into the game more and is more dis- divided, decisive. I do think we improved once Norwood came on, though.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I so Gibbs White had a had a stinker, to be honest. He, um, he did. I mean, even <laughs> even then, you know, he still looks very talented and, you know, he's still dribbling away from people and stuff, but he, he looked rusty in the extreme, which is there completely understandable. There a few things
1: yeah, completely. A few flicks, a few little tricks here and there. I'm not worried about it. He's not no, going to no, 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 suddenly no. go crap. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just one of those games. And as a flare player, and probably maybe the only flair player on the pitch outside of Bogle, just due to where Berger was playing. Hmm. Uh, it, you know, we're asking a lot of him. Basically, if he didn't create anything, we're probably not going to create much. And that's pretty much what happened in that first half, in particular.
0: Yeah, I think you and I have not really certainly maybe we've talked about it uh you know in person but not really on here. We haven't really I don't think uh mentioned the fact that we've been on such a great run without Morgan Gibbs White, who yeah. is one of the best players in the championship. Yeah. And uh, it's quite exciting when you drop him into this team in the I know, remember
1: I remember under Slav it may mean, have even been after where people were saying without Gibbs White we could go down and that you know <laughs> it sounds ridiculous but that was a genuine sort of and you could sort of see what they meant because he were involved in everything Yeah. so to go on the run that we have without him and, and he is it, to me, when I saw him like, line up today or when he came on even on, on Wednesday I was thinking it is like a new sign I know that's a cliche but it is because we've not had him for that long the it is like bringing this sort of... Because NJ, I think, is really taking on that sort of... You know, the the creative midfield... Well, whatever it is, creativity yeah. in the team. is really taken over from that. I can't wait to see them both together. And I understand why NJ didn't play today. Because he's another one who probably needs to rest. And you mm-hmm. need to rest him. I'd love to see them both unleashed on Tuesday.
0: Yeah. Oh, yes, please. Um, my... I think I would... Some, I, don't, I didn't think we played well in this game. But my... I, w- I think you can pretty much split it in... Um, by the two halves of the pitch, I would say in the opposition half, we were average to poor, like through pretty much the entire game. But in our own half, I thought we were good to great, to be honest. I thought we defended superbly against yeah. a team that is fifth
1: for a reason. I know they've played a couple of games it's more. it's but... understandable in a game like that, people are going to come out with what are all that about? Rubber. Yeah We said, well, not the best game. Yeah. It's real. It, this is where defenders don't get the, the the same sort of hypers, strikers and stuff. Defensively, very hard to sort of pick out many faults. I know they will come on to the goal and everything, but I, you know, other than that, a lot of their chances, if I remember rightly, I think it, with long ranges and stuff like that, and yeah. a couple of crosses, maybe a bit of panic at corners, but not really. And I thought we defended, and I think we have been defending. As I said, you know, I keep saying, oh, they didn't really create much, and there's a reason behind that. And you think about where we've come and how many teams were, you know, we'd have lost that game 3 0 under Slav earlier in the season. Not, not because Slav's a bad manager, but just the way that we were playing. That's a game that they score a goal, our Reds go, and we just can't keep up the bombardment. Mm.
0: Yeah, it's very possible. I mean, yeah, Fodring has made three saves in the entire game, and I don't remember him being stretched at all. They must have been straight-eyed kind of shots. So I, I I genuinely can't remember a proper chance for them in terms of like a shot on goal that uh, was not disallowed, if you like. Um, so yeah. I, I just want to double down on this, because I, I think... I think it's such a credit to these three. Uh, and I thought Jar Robinson was excellent, by the way. Um, I think he it was Man of the Match, Jack Robinson. I think he actually yeah. did win Man of the Match, yeah. So I'm not mm. coming in with a hot take there, but um, yeah. he was excellent. Egan was excellent. Basham was excellent. Fodringham was excellent. And that's this is kind of what excites me a little bit about the potential of this the rest of the season, is we've become really hard to beat. And that yeah. can take you a long way in a... You know, in a division where you just need to finish in the top six teams and then yeah. win two games, basically to get. promoted. It's probably
1: fair to say that Uddersfield are in the top six because of how solid they are and how mm. difficult to beat they are. We've obviously come from a really, really poor start, which is if we, I, I keep saying, if we don't get in the playoffs, it'll more than likely be to do with that start. Yeah, you know, up until November or whatever it was, until Eckingbottom came in. What we've done, but like you say, we're going to have games like this because that, you, there's going to be games where we're not in sparkling form. There's going to be parts of a game because we're not a sparkling team. We're not mm. a Fulham. We're not going to blow everyone away, five or six. Even then, even they don't. But do you know what I mean? We're not that good. We're not as good as them. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: But you can, you have to show a different side of the game, and I think we did that today. And I don't, I can understand why people are disappointed, especially coming off the back of the wins and stuff. But I think that's a game that a, a, a promoter, a top six team, get a get a point. From you yeah. know, not necessarily win, but get a point from hard-earned point, difficult team, awful conditions, showing a different side to what we've what we have been showing. I think in recent weeks,
0: yeah. And um, you know, if you've got that solid base of defense, that only I mean, what do you say? One goal in the last five games, I think yeah, it is. Yeah, one and goal in the last five. Yeah, I think it, I mean, it must be like six under Hacking bottom now in ten games, or something ridiculous. Yeah, really yeah. tight defensively, and if you. If you have that solid base and you have Gibbs White and an Jai and an informed Bogle and Billy Sharp, who will take a chance when it comes his way generally, you're going to, not grind's the wrong word, but you're going to win more games than you lose. And that's what yeah. we have been doing and are capable of doing. Yeah, we've hauled ourselves into a position where we can actually make, you know, we can sneak into the playoffs essentially just through mm. being hard to beat with some skill players and good finishers.
1: This is about Dropped to say in. that the, the fact is if you get a, a solid base, which we have been showing in the last five, and I, get, you know, I, mean, I don't even think you can say we've not played good sides anymore because although West Brom are a bad run, they're a good side. Huddersfield yeah. are on a fantastic run. They're a good side. Luton are a good side. I know they lost today, but you know, they're, they're a decent side as well. And we've sort of we've gone through all three of them pretty much untroubled. And we know that we've got players at the under the pitch. Didn't work today. It gives right had an off day. Hmm. You know, NGI obviously didn't play. It didn't really happen at all for McBurney, I don't think. But we know that we've got players who will cause issues at this level. So it's a good base. And like I say, if, if the season had started, you know, December or whatever, you know, we'd have been a shoe in for top six. The only reason we won't get in now, I think, is because of the start. That's if we don't get in, it'll be just, nothing to do with what's changed, I don't think. I think it'll be to do with the points that we threw away early in the season.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know... I I look,
1: sorry, just look at the league today and I'm like, oh, God, we're only eighth. And I sort of check myself thinking it was, what, December when we beat Fulham we were like 13th and we were miles off. And now we're... we're, Well, it's in our hands basically now, so...
0: I think when we won at Reading, so Jukanovic's last game, uh, Mm. I think we were like... Maybe 18th going into that game or something.
1: Yeah. We were, and I think we were something like 13 points off the playoffs or something like that. Yeah,
0: and only five points off relegation. I think at that point. I mean, mm, that's true. Know.
1: Yeah. You and
0: I were not, uh, not. I mean, we weren't even saying the R word, were we? I think we we no, sort of made a joke about it. it. It was like, come on, that's the the worst that's going to happen is lower mid table. But yeah, uh, now it seems like uh, yeah, the ceiling is certainly a lot higher. Um, you know, just just uh, jumping back to what you were saying there about. Uh, I guess the strength of opposition that we've played I really think the last three games the last three teams we have played rather pretty much kryptonite for how we looked earlier in the season yeah. Birmingham, great set-piece team aggressive pressers, West Brom the best set-piece team and aggressive pressers Huddersfield, not a pressing team but an extremely good set-piece team Yeah, that would have caused absolute havoc for us and it did right at the start of the season yeah
1: and, and they come, had a lot of set pieces.
0: God damn, they did. Yeah, I can't believe they only had eight corners when you messaged me. I, was I, think, it was, I
1: think it was nine corners overall they had, which seemed like 900 to me. I but.
0: swear every time they went in a half, it ended with a corner. But <laughs> yeah. I think we have to say now, because look, we we rightly said at the start of the season, like, oh my God, we're so bad at defending set pieces. Like, why yeah. why did the opposition get a chance from every corner, it feels like?
1: Yeah. And it happened last season as well, remember.
0: That's true. This team has been really, really good at defending set pieces this season. For the like yeah. the bulk of the actual season, it's it's there yeah. statistically, and it's there sort of in the actual amount of set piece goals that we have conceded. Which I'll, I'll try and bring up as we're talking. But yeah, I said yeah. you know I said on the last pod, uh, Huddersfield are the team that um, is best at defending set pieces, and we are second best. So that's pretty decent
1: great, a great chance off a set piece another really inventive well I say it's an inventive corner we do the same every week <laughs> yeah yeah the, the Ving and Fleck obviously brilliant save that from their keeper to be honest I think we should probably address the elephant in the room with corners is that they actually did score from one well obviously yeah. very dubiously disallowed yeah okay so we, we uh,
0: uh, I don't know. Have we given our defence enough praise? Have we given Jack Robinson enough praise? We're just going to move
1: on, is that it? Um, I think he's a genius. Everyone, check if you're on Twitter. Check my tweet out. What I think about Jack Robinson. He's it my uh, yeah, my, it
0: my is hero. So a beauty of a tweet. Well done. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, let's just say for everyone who watched it at home. Uh, well, I suppose everyone, people who didn't watch it at home as well it's a good thing that lee hendry was co-commentating on this game and not refereeing this game because <laughs> huddersfield would have had i think four penalties and we would have had at least one red card mm-hmm. um what a strange man lee hendry is
1: i didn't listen to his commentary <laughs> i did the old cuz i've been I've, I've got a new puppy and i've been looking after him and um so i had sort of radio sheffield on with like a stream on in the background so i have sky anymore and um yeah, so I didn't hear his commentary. The only thing I got from Giddings was he once said that he goes, "Jaden Bogle's streaking up the into the area," which I thought well, so what's one way to. <laughs>
0: you love uh, you love some of Giddings' little uh, idioms, don't
1: you? I like Giddings' little. I think he's so. There was one bit where he was sort of arguing with himself about whether he should, whether Alan Howard should be called a conductor or a composer, and I'm like, the last five minutes, Giddings, what's going on? I don't, to, I don't need to listen to this. But That's... yeah, it's weird watching behind and like sort of you know, it up and stuff. So I may have not got the best view of the game, so I was just sort of like laughing at in But yeah, sorry, Lee Hendry's, I've, I've seen a lot of people go in on him.
0: Oh, it's, it's painful to listen to. Uh, I, think, I genuinely think there were three uh, unawarded penalties that would probably have been quite soft, to be honest, that um, he thought should have been a penalty. The, the one that did annoy me was when McBurney got booked for um, jumping for a challenge with his arm up. And uh, like the replay showed that he sort of brushed the the defender's face with his fingers, like as he jumped. Yeah. And Hendry immediately was like, Well, it's pretty clearly elbowed him in the face. I was like, no, <laughs> it's not clear at all. It literally just showed a replay showing the exact opposite of
1: that, you stupid Yeah, because you messaged me that saying, Hendry said that's a sending off. And I was like, Is, is it even a booking? He's gone <laughs> up, uh, you know. Oh. It's just jumped. He can't.
0: He's not yeah. like a Lego man or
1: Playmobile <laughs> or something.
0: Just jumped with his yeah. arm at his side. Oh, ridiculous. But anyway, the the um, the. the I guess the main incident of the game, which I think Huddersfield can feel a little bit uh, hard done to over, I suppose. Um, one of their many corners, uh, it's um, Russell, isn't it? Who, who heads, yeah. gets, gets up above his defender, heads it towards goal, and uh, it ricochets into the net with Fodringham laid on the floor. And uh, I did sense that something was amiss here quite quickly. It wasn't very visible from the camera angle. And... Uh, yeah, it transpires that uh, a Huddersfield player, Ward, I think it was, had knocked mm. over Fodringham, so he was unable to save the sh- the header, and uh, the referee disallows it after quite a pause, but uh, not not forever. And then you see the replay, and the reason uh, Ward knocks over Fodringham is because Baldock kind of levers him into Fodringham, yeah, which is an interesting tactic. What did you What do you how make of that? Late
1: was this how late was this given as well? I don't think the linesman. Were- flag for it, did they?
0: It was a good six or seven seconds, I'd say, or at least that's how it felt. I mean, the, the guy, Russell, was already off, like, pretty much in the crowd with his celebration. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, um, it's I don't know what the rules are in football, as you know, as I keep saying. Yeah, But good defence. It's it's at least a penalty uh, for Huddersfield, I think, because it's a foul and if he's not going to give, if he's going to play advantage, I don't really know what happens in that sort of situation. It's a goal, to be fair.
0: See, I don't know if it is a foul, as in, uh, I don't know if Bulldog... If he does enough to throw him over, it looks like they're sort of tussling and then...
1: But I think if it's not a foul, you have to give the goal because the the only reason the other guy's interfering is because of Baldock.
0: That's true. I don't know what the... Yeah, because you couldn't just pick up a defender and chuck him into the goalkeeper, could you? <laughs> That's
1: great. If it... you can get away with that. <laughs>
0: yeah, pick up a striker rather than chuck him in. So, yeah, Baldock maybe should try that more often. Actually, definitely shouldn't try that more often. It's a strange one. Fodringham absolutely saves it if uh, he doesn't get knocked over by the Huddersfield player but the Huddersfield player doesn't get knocked over if George Bortlock hasn't got his arm around him. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you, it, it probably should have been a goal, let's just say that. But at the same time, yeah, Fodringham, it's it's straight at him. I think he just catches that if he do not get knocked over. So, I don't know. It's So, uh, I don't know if VAR would overturn that. I wonder if they'd just be like, staying with the on-field decision on that one. Keeper gets knocked over, what do you want us to do?
1: Yeah, I, I don't... Uh, but I, I don't know. I wouldn't be happy if, if that had been disallowed for us. I have to admit. And I yeah. think it's just one of those weird goals. I don't, not Fondringham's fault because obviously someone's throwing a player into him like yeah. WWE. Uh, and he obviously can't get out of the way. I, I'd be disappointed if, uh, if that had been disallowed for us. And I, think, I think they've got every right to, to feel unlucky about that. Um, yeah. And there were another penalty shout, which I can't remember, that I've read since. Where uh, was, Jack Robinson, I can't picture this at all.
0: Uh oh yeah, I'll, I'll get to that in a second actually. Um yeah, yeah just a sort of final thing on this. I think I think a referee will disallow this goal, you know, ninety-five times out of a hundred, because it's like an attack a striker has knocked over the goalkeeper in plain sight. I am giving a free kick to the defending team. I yeah, think they you would, get,
1: the, you get the benefit of the doubt, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's I, I think that's that decision is pretty much always gonna be given. Whether it's the right decision is very much up for debate. And, yeah, I can definitely see why Huddersfield... I
1: did run think Huddersfield hard. were on the uh, dodge end of a few minor decisions uh, as well, to be fair, more than us. A couple of throw-ins and things like that that I think we, we got, which we probably... But, you know, we all I'm going to go back to is Matthew Donahue with Millwall, so shut up. <laughs> oh, good Lord, I forgot about that. Um,
0: yeah, they Hendry had given them another penalty when Bogle had his arm around... Uh, it might have been Russell again, actually, from another yeah, corner, which, again, it's like... Player. It's like okay, fine, you know, perhaps that gets given sometimes, but also that happens literally every set piece. Like, yeah. chill out. Uh, and then the third one was, um, I think this was the Robinson one. It was quite late on, and it's not really clear if Robinson or whoever trips up the striker or if he just chucks himself over. But uh, again, mm. Hendry was adamant that that was a definite penalty. So we we got lucky that Lee Hendry is not a qualified referee and was not given this game. And um, of a pundit
1: as well. pundit, so.
0: yeah. <laughs> the man who looks more like Sue Smith than Sue Smith. It's just, <laughs> it's I've never,
1: him. yeah. I've had nothing against him as a, you know, I know he used to play for us and a lot of people hate him for that. I don't think he didn't try. I think he was just unbelievably unfit and sort of never, <laughs> just never. I mean, look what happened to his career after. It wasn't just us that he was rubbish with. Mm.
0: England international, Lee Hendry. I remember yeah. him hitting the post on his international debut and thinking, I wonder how different his international career would be if he'd stuck that one away, because he, he was a bright young thing at
1: that point in the late 90s. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. But now look been... at him, is it the, whatever the other field stadium's called these days, selling uh, the... people that they should be sent off, for yeah, the John... putting the fingers over someone's face. <laughs> John Smith stadium? That's it. Is it still the John Smith's? I think so. I still the call it the McAlpine. The Robert
0: McAlpine Stadium. Mm.
1: Yeah, I still call it that. I know it's not that. So.
0: <laughs> Indeed. Um, second half, we started quite brightly sharp. At a, what well, would have been a phenomenal finish on the turn. It's into the side netting. Yeah. Um, I feel like we had another opportunity there as well. I mean, we were just much... I think we were better. We would
1: have met Bernie one, which was arguably the best oh, chance yeah, of the game shot. in terms of should have done better because the one with Sander Berger at the end, I don't think he does much. Yeah, I think he just does what everyone else would have done in that position. He's blasted. It's their man. But hmm. Bernie's got to do better there. Yeah. A, a, a finish, maybe scoring might be a bit harsh he's got to got to make the keeper work rather than just pick it up. and then I love how the keeper picked it up and then he did like a mad diving header
0: but <laughs> <laughs> Bernie's just not very good at kicking the ball is he and that's kind of a problem
1: I've seen a few people did a lot of arguments today since the, since the game on Twitter with Bernie, sort of pro and against and all this sort of stuff I don't think it worked out for him at all I were really hmm. sort of rooting for him to, to play well because yeah. he'd done well of those two substitute appearances. I think it was the right decision to bring him in because of like obviously we were resting players and he'd done well. I just don't think he I don't think he really offered that much at all He's be night nice, yeah. a couple of nice passes and a bit of link up play and a few headers but yeah, I, I I think it was such a drop off from, for, for instance, when like McGoldrick plays there because even when Dizzy's having a bad game, you know you're going to get a bit of class and a bit of old up play, mm. proper old up play, you know. And I think it was a massive drop off from what mcgoldrick has been given us in that role and uh, Nji before him. Yeah, yeah, for
0: sure. I mean, he weren't alone in this respect because uh, no. yeah, Sharp didn't do. Yeah, that I want to say, either, look, but...
1: we've slagged the midfield off, so I'm not. It didn't have that many chances to. His best chance came from Billy Sharp, for instance.
0: Yeah, so this is, a Sharp gets played in really nicely. Um, I actually wanted him to shoot rather than pass to McBurney. Yeah, I did, yeah. Uh, but he does set up McBurney and it's alright, it's a little bit under his feet, but again, just a bad contact from McBurney. You know, most of the players are getting, a, getting a, a cleaner contact on the ball, and that makes it, you know, because it's so close to the goalkeeper, that does make it difficult for the keeper, but... No, it's uh, gets gets cleared unfortunately. Or oh, as you say, yeah, keeper's able to stop it quite comfortably. Um, Norwood comes on quite late on, and yeah, I, I do think this really did improve us quite a lot, and we were getting much more of the ball. Um, I don't know whether Hudders, Huddersfield were just trying to hit us on the break at this point because that was yeah. looking quite dangerous. To be fair, to I them. think that was
1: the tactic for the majority of the game. To be honest, I think even when they sort of were on top in the first half, the best chances sort of came from drawing us out and then hitting us.
0: Yeah, Thomas was good. I thought Karoma was pretty decent. They just made some bad decisions. Uh, yeah. getting to final third, which is why in I the thought end...
1: O'Brien were probably the best player on the pitch. I thought he were excellent.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, good show. Yeah, but then they
1: moved it. bizarrely, they moved into left back for the final twenty minutes. I'm like, yeah, that'll do me. And no surprise, that's when Norwood came on and we started being the better side.
0: Yeah, Baldock continued at left wing back and uh, mm-hmm. afforded a lot of space. I don't know how worried Huddersfield were about that about him. Yeah, when they were in a like a set defense, you know, not not in transition on the counter attack. Um, I think
1: against the, the difficult sides such as Huddersfield, I think defensively they did well again, Baldock, but. Mm. I think... And it's fine to get a point there. We didn't really... I think there were times, for instance, at injury time where we could have... You know, if we would have been losing, we would have been a bit quicker. I think we were happy to accept the point and Baldock playing there. Yeah. I think if we're a whole, whole City, for instance, on in Tuesday, where you expect us to be on top, I don't know if that's an answer at all in an attacking sense. I think defensively is fine, but, yeah, yeah I'm not too keen on the... i an attacking role in that, in that area.
0: Yeah, I, I always... I probably overrate this, but I always... I'm suspicious when a defender or midfielder is given a lot of space. <laughs> like every yeah. time they get the ball, it's it's like the the Rob Kozluk uh, effect. This is how yeah. I always think of it. It's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, Kozluk's got the ball with 40 yards of space and it happens every yeah. time. I wonder why.
1: Um, yeah, George <laughs>
0: Baldock is significantly better than Rob Coslock, but uh, yeah, perhaps, yeah. perhaps not. On so that much.
1: side, it's not. I just like to say because he's not done any worse than Norrington Davis. So I'm not going to yeah, say true, that true, true. a huge improvement bringing Norton Davis in, but I think if uh, I keep, I keep saying if Osborne's fit, I'd like to see him in the new three-five-two. I'd like to see him there, but
0: mm, well, maybe we will if he's not too far away. Although still not on the bench, obviously. Ben Davis Don't back look... on the bench, which
1: is good. Yeah, yeah, that's good news. Um, uh obviously Osborne's back on the grass. as <laughs> so, is nice. we're, the only people, we're the only team in the in the world who says back on the grass? I think, isn't yeah.
0: It? There's a lot of grass involved in, uh, reco- <laughs> in our in our recovery uh, yeah. techniques at the club. Our medical team <laughs> prescribing some interesting uh, interesting methods. Um, yeah. yeah, from uh, Norwood is on, and then yeah, as you say, Fleck. Uh, almost wins it for us with a, mm-hmm. one of the set pieces of the corners that we mentioned last time, pulling it back, you know, screw this, get it into the mixer business, get it to the edge of the mixer. That's what it's all about these days. And uh, it's laid back for Fleck, who places one beautifully towards the corner and uh, keeper. Nichols just gets a fingertip to it to push it onto the post. And oh, he's, he, I tell you what, he's a great save by Nichols, but also he's really lucky that... A, he doesn't head into his own net on the rebound, yeah. but also that he kicks it out for a corner rather yeah. than, you know, booting it back to one of our players, which he so nearly did. I mean, you know, we're talking like inches if it just slices off his, his diving yeah, like to say
1: I was behind, I was in front on the commentary, well, not in front, but on time on the commentary and, and behind, and uh, Giddens started with him. You I, I, were, I jumped up punching because he was that sort of like... And, and then i was thinking, oh, he's, he's done me here, Giddens. So, and then I watched the replay. Like, I could completely see why he thought that I got him because, yeah, fantastic save, in fairness.
0: Yeah, it was brilliant. And then um, I, I can't remember how this chance comes about, but the sort of McBurney-Burger double chance. Is it from a corner? Yeah,
1: it's from a corner, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. so McBurney kind of pulls it down, hits it on the spin. He gets it. Well, he he did actually get a good contact on this, to be fair mm. to him, um, and it takes a deflection, possibly off Burger actually, uh, mm-hmm. into the defender I think and then Berger stabs it back towards goal and the oh it's going to be anywhere
1: that, yeah I don't think he does much wrong no I don't, no, think, I he don't
0: think he does I think he's I think he's really unlucky or, or brilliant yeah. defending that uh, he just happens to raise his leg essentially and block it with his foot um, yeah so we end up having like the best chance of the game there I think
1: uh, yeah, if you, yeah you know, consider the one that got ruled and out and that would win it and that's the that's the five yeah. margin you know you get two, three points where on here saying scrappy win as it is, scrappy draw, fine, whatever. You know, as long yeah. as we be, you know, we've got three home games coming up. Um, if we get seven points out of those three, even six won't be a disaster. But you know, if we can replicate what we've done in the, the last three, that that's definitely going to go down as a good result.
0: Yeah, and I, I really, so I actually talking to you here, mate. I feel more upbeat than I realised, I guess, um, mm-hmm. after this because it was it was a pretty drab game. Uh, we didn't play well. Can't disguise that. It, it did make me sort of think. We're not going to play well every game this month. It's just not going to happen. There's too um. many games in too short a space of time. It's also the championship where you know every game can go either way. You know, it's cliche, but it's true. And also, we're not that good. Like, let's just you know, tap the brakes a little bit. We yeah. we seem to be a good team now, but we're not Fulham. Like, we're gonna struggle to break teams I down. Do-
1: I do feel a lot of fans sort of think... I mean, everyone does to a degree. You come out, oh, when only drew. And I saw a few people are two points dropped. It's definitely not two points dropped. That, that draw is not the reason why we're not going to get in the playoffs. Even if others feel finished two points above it, it's not to do with that. On paper, that's a good result. Yeah. Um, it's not two points dropped. You can't win every game. And you're going away to the fifth... It's currently the fifth best. Certainly in the top ten best sides in the league. And you've got a mm. point. I, I, that's, that's absolutely promotion. What promotion teams do.
0: Yeah, draw away, win at home. I mean, I'm. I'm, Oh, we got some big games coming up, aren't we? Not. uh, I mean, hopefully there's still big games by the time we get through the next week. Because if we lose both of those, perhaps they won't be quite so big games. But yeah, the next. uh, So after we play Swansea at home, the next three home games: Blackburn, Forest, Borough. Yeah, tasty stuff.
1: We could very much do with uh, Middlesbrough and Nottingham Forest winning in their FA Cup games, if possible. I I think I'm pretty sure the fifth round is that weekend before we play the the Forest game. Yeah, I think it's the week. Yeah, because we play Forest in Middlesbrough. I think that's right. You're right. Yeah, I've got it open. And I think uh, I'm pretty sure. Oh, sorry, it's the Forest game. Yeah, that's that's it. The Forest game is on the Tuesday before the Friday, or Tuesday or Wednesday before the Friday. I imagine it'll be moved Mm -hmm. to Tuesday. I've seen some people say that they'll move our game. Forrest oh, sorry. is on...
0: Oh, so sorry. The FA Cup game with Forrest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. so I think, for instance, th- th- that game's on a Tuesday before the Friday. Then I think if Middlesbrough go through, they will also be playing on the Saturday after we play them. You know what I mean? So it's all... More games are better, so basically. Just get those games racked up for these teams.
0: Yeah, indeed. Well, uh, yeah, I, I don't think I've got anything else particularly to say about the Huddersfield game. Uh Anyone else you think uh, deserves any
1: kind of mention or, or praise? Or, or... Uh, the back, the back three and four, including Fodringham, I think were the the, the big takeaways from that for me. Um, yeah. I th- I'd, I'd like to say, it, by the way, I thought Bogle defended okay again, um, mm-hmm. but we were talking about like he's. Oh, we're worried about him And he's played two good sides now, and I don't remember any sort of big errors that he's made um, in those two two games. So yeah, credit to him as well. Yeah. I think uh,
0: before we played Birmingham, I think we sort of acknowledged we've had a fairly nice run of fixtures. And uh, I don't think the next three that we've taken seven points out of are a fairly nice run of fixtures at all. So yeah, yeah. I-, I think that really does cement our credentials as like, we're in the mix here. Like this is, as you say, yeah. it's it's in our hands and it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like a pipe dream anymore. And, and I really, my, my big positive is that becoming hard to beat, becoming hard to score against, not making mistakes at the back with anything like the regularity that we used to. And, yeah, uh, yeah, massive praise for the defence keeper and uh, Heckingbottom.
1: And And I uh, I think it's fair to say, you know, the the next three coming up, on paper, you know, you're thinking that's three games that we can win. But we might lose against Hull. And I don't think it's the end of the world anymore like it would have been when we were so far behind. Obviously, it would be a terrible result, don't get me wrong, but we... as you said, we're in the mix now. It's not a pipe dream. It's not like right. We need to keep winning to otherwise, you know, we've got no chance. We are going to lose. We are going to slip up in games that we feel like we should win, yeah. win or draw or whatever. Um, and that's going to happen. But we've got to a stage now where we are definitely contenders. We, I don't think we're under the radar anymore.
0: Yeah, I mean, to get, I'm just looking at the table now to get to. Uh, I can't remember what the actual number is that the sort of magic number that usually gets you in the playoffs. But let's just off the tip of my head, say seventy. So we need to get another uh, another twenty four points from our remaining eighteen, excuse me, seventeen league games. Yeah. So basically, just need like what did I say there? Twenty four points. So like you twenty four points. Yeah. Is you that mid seventies? Win, win I guess? six seven games. That'll get you to seventy points, pretty much.
1: Did well, I? I think is it mid seventies. I thought you were about seventy four, seventy five. Yeah, it perhaps. might I've be. Well, yeah, I've but, not looked at this, but yeah, I see what you're saying. It's not a, a, win you half know, your
0: it's... remaining games. So my my point is. If you lose a game, it's not the end of the world. Just win no. the next game, and if you win. And I
1: thought this was the othersfield game where we we're under the caution in the first half, and I thought, I oh, I think you know this. Well, I think I messaged you saying I do this a lot. Saying no, one <laughs> 0 othersfield. This you can see it's all. over you know, it's like I said it at Birmingham as well. But I thought it's not the end of the world. It's not great and it's not good. No one likes to lose, but you know it's not. We're, we're in it now. We are in with a chance. And look at Forest today. I mean, they got a good point in the end, but they nearly threw it away on Stoke. I don't think anyone would have expected that. QPR lost to Barnsley. Mm. These results are going to happen.
0: Yeah, absolutely and um this is I'm going to let this serve as just a reminder to myself I think for the rest of the season that it's it is live now the season, you know there is something to play for unless we lose like our next six in a row or something like that. Mm. It's pretty much going to still be in our hands because of the games that we've got against teams around us and the games we've got in hand. Yeah. And that's exciting. So yeah. you know, I'm not. I'm not. Well, as long
1: it... as we're in for the chat, I'd be quite happy with that, and we very much are at the moment.
0: Absolutely. Well, we're not going to talk about Hull because uh, i and had a chance to look into them. They uh, no. they, they lost no. at home to Fulham today, didn't they? Um, uh,
1: Regan Slater made his debut today, so maybe he'll be playing on uh, Saturday. Yeah. And, uh, Tyler Smith on the bench as well.
0: Regan Slater derby. He, uh, I think he got a yellow card actually. Uh, Slater.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, their recent form is. Actually, I think. Well, it was it was good until they sacked their manager. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I think, is it like one, two lost three or something in the last five or something? I bet mean, they beat Bournemouth away and beat Blackburn. So yeah, they beat Blackburn. Not a bad side. Beat Blackburn and Bournemouth
0: in a week. Then they sacked McCann, I think, after they beat mm. uh, before they beat Hull to. Uh, oh, God, say I can't speak. Garvey. Sorry, they no. beat Swansea at home two nil lost yeah. at home to Preston, lost at Derby, and then they've just lost to Fulham today. So they've lost the last three, yeah. Preston are yeah. on
1: a good run, to be fair. Though. Yeah, so yeah, they, they are. I think today as well, so... Massive opportunity. Um, but but back... we played them twice, so forget it. Yeah, <laughs> screw those guys.
0: We uh, <laughs> back up a point on the road against Huddersfield with three points at home to 19th-placed Hull. And uh, that sets up very nicely for the weekend. So, uh, yeah, let's... Uh, Let's get out there, Blades on uh, on Tuesday night. I'm I'm looking forward to that one already. Yeah. You know the sort of potential of what the team could be as well is quite exciting. I'm I'm like really hanging on for team news now every single yeah, week. Yeah, like, it's bizarre time
1: it comes out. I mean whether Sharp can play again, I'm really not sure. Mm.
0: He'll play he uh, played full night,
1: didn't he? he played full night, eh? But then again, it's a big ass to bring Jefferson in as well. But he, if you're gonna have to play him at some point, is Holt at home the best games that we've got coming up in that little period?
0: Yeah. Indeed. Uh, so, yeah, let's. Uh, I guess I don't want to see us getting cute with our teams. that's like, not. you
1: know. Yeah, I saw people today saying he was trying to be too clever. He wasn't. He's even said in his. The, a lot of his selections are going to be down to what the medical team said. So. Yeah. So, and I understood it. And I am expecting. You know, Norwood was the big surprise. But then again, you're thinking, well, if he's not fit enough to play 90 minutes, I'd rather him not get injured like McGoldrick did and miss. You know, it's like we said, we're in, we're in with the shout now. We're, we're better off dropping. If we if the worst case scenario we drop points against Othersfield, but then we've got Norwood back for the rest of the season or whatever. Mm. If he's not ready to play and we, you know, when we're pushing him through a pain barrier, then I don't want to see that. So I, I'm happy to go on the, you know, the the whatever the medical team and Eckingbottom are coming out with at the moment.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure if we could play the same eleven uh, all seven games in February, we would do. But uh, yeah, 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 yeah. This uh, this makes a lot of sense to me as Just well.
1: Just on this, by the way, um, I don't know if you saw the. Um, he basically said he's
0: going to be out for a while. So, mm, I was going for a second opinion, right, a second scan yeah. or something. That's. not that sound great, does it? Well, it suggests that we didn't like the first opinion. So. Uh... <laughs> yeah,
1: he's out forever. <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> <laughs> second opinion on this. <laughs> yeah,
0: and and then a third opinion. So, yeah, that's, that's not not good news, probably. So, um, sad to see, but I guess we'll we'll find out more about that probably by yeah. the next time we uh, we record, which uh, yeah. I believe will be Wednesday night.
1: Oh, uh, for like all being well. Yeah. Yep. Unless I get like, excited, I have a, a massive heart attack or something on Tuesday night. Uh, please, please yeah. Don't do that. Well, yeah. Just you know, I, I don't want to people that like, open and then you know, I like, turn that I died. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just don't do it. <laughs>
0: Perfect place to end the podcast. Um, well, I won't tell people to go and check out roysviewfrom.com dot com because you. I haven't done the view from yet. Although maybe by the time you're listening, to
1: yeah, this, maybe by the time you're yeah. listening, I'm doing. I'm going to do it like as soon as I I uh, finish this. I thought bit of a, a nothing game. I'll let the dust settle a little bit because I imagine all the the initial uh, comments will have been the referee was a joke, you know. So <laughs> I thought I'll let it die down a little bit and see what uh, see if you've got actually anything to say about the rest of the game.
0: Yeah, nice one. Well, that is roysviewfrom.com. Follow me at blaze Party yourself at Panchero. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll be back after the uh, after the whole game. But um, a pretty good point there, I think. Final thoughts? Just uh, just quite happy with that one, to be honest. So, yeah, it keeps um, it ticking
1: along. Keeps it ticking along nicely. Yeah.
0: You, you oh, honest...
1: by the way, we, we should mention as well the other results today, which we are not
0: mention. Today. Yeah, we'll get, go ahead. Have you got uh, have you got them in front
1: of you? The yeah, it's obviously the only team. I, I know someone picked me up and said that Coventry uh, were also also one. So I, I said the only team was actually game points. Uh, on us is uh, Middlesbrough but someone said and fair play, Coventry are not far behind us as well but Luton lost, Forest dropped points at home, QPR got a terrible result oh, and then it's bad. West Brom and Blackburn on. Yeah, and West Brom and Blackburn, I saw some people upset about Bournemouth winning, I think realistically yeah, we're not going to catch Bournemouth. Oh my anymore. God, <laughs> we are not catching Bournemouth. No, but people were genuinely saying, oh that's it, we're not going to get Bournemouth now and I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, I didn't realistically think we were going to get top two. So, <laughs> yeah. I
0: think
1: Bournemouth have got more chance of catching Fulham than we've got a catch in Bournemouth, and we're it, not going to, and they're not going to catch Fulham. So,
0: if we finish within ten points of Bournemouth, uh, we probably make the playoffs, and we will have had a great, yeah. great finish to the
1: season. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But like I said, the results did go for us anyway, other than the Middlesbrough one. Um, that, that's the only one that didn't go for us, and I did expect Middlesbrough to beat Derby at home. To be anyway, anyway, to be honest. So.
0: Yeah, but I did not expect Barnsley to beat QPR. So that's no, like third
1: and win of the season. season. You've got some stats on QPR, didn't you?
0: Yeah, I, I guess I'll hang most of them until we okay. yeah, play yeah. it. But um, yeah, it, uh, expected goals the rubbish, models. Aren't <laughs> expected <laughs> goals models do not rate them at all. Uh, Infor Goals got them as the fifteenth best team in the championship so far. So. I don't know I think if you're going to pick two teams to slide out of the current top six I definitely would put my money on QPR and Huddersfield and then it's just a question of uh, whether we can be one of the two teams that slide in there instead. So because
1: uh... I, I did think at, at first, I thought one of those is, for us as us Forest or Middlesbrough, at least one of them is not going to get in it. I don't think that's as clear a cut now. I do think the top two will go, but I think Blackburn and Q Blackburn are a terrible run. I think they've got four points out of the last five games, and everyone's writing West Brom off. Who knows how they're going to turn it around? You know, yeah, they're like know. literally they, level they,
0: on points with A uh, point behind us, aren't they? Yeah, they're a
1: point behind us. Yeah, uh, obviously they've, we've got a game in hand still. Uh, but they play Monday. So, that you know, it's, it's still all to play for. I wouldn't be surprised at all if Blackburn drop out of the players. I'm not saying they will, but it wouldn't be like, oh, my God, who, who saw that come in?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but West Brom. Exciting times. Here's West Brom, Blackburn on Monday. Right, mate, well, there we go. We finally did one in under an hour, despite me saying for weeks, <laughs> we're going to do this under an hour. We're going to make it more quick because we've got another one coming up in a few days. So we made it. Thank you so much for your time, as always. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate you doing this on a, on a Saturday evening. And, uh, yeah, I'll catch up with you very soon, mate.
1: Yeah, thanks a lot, mate. See you later.
0: Hello again, Pod listeners. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. And thank you also to NordPass, the leading password manager who kindly support this podcast. NordPass is brought to you by the cybersecurity experts who built NordVPN, another friend of the podcast, of course, who you will have heard earlier, and uh, are used by more than 14 million people worldwide to get added security and speed when using the old internet there. Uh, NordPass is everything I need in a password manager. It keeps all my passwords in one place. It's accessible with just a single master password, it means that's the only thing I need to remember, and they can generate ultra-secure new passwords with just a single click. Their autofill feature also helps me log in near instantly to whatever site or account I'm using, without having to rack my brains for whatever details I came up with months or years before when I created that account. And NordPass are offering a great deal to BlazePod listeners of this month. You can get 52% off NordPass if you sign up at nordpass.com slash BladesPod, or just use the code BladesPod on sign-up. That's 52% off a two-year plan, plus one month absolutely free. Head to nordpass.com slash BladesPod now and boost your own online security. Thank you once again for listening and downloading BladesPod. We'll be back after the next game.